When we properly understand the issue of justification by grace through faith in God's sight unto eternal life, we can better understand the issue of sanctification. I remember in my former persuasion, one of the most confusing things was to take works to evaluate something that came by no works. To take the issue of sanctification as evidence of something that took place in justification. Where do justification and sanctification relate? And where do they differ? Understanding sanctification is vital in maintaining properly justification as well as understanding our walk after the Spirit and not confusing it to be tossed to and fro by various winds of doctrine that can end up having you question your salvation instead of being fortified in your justification and in your sanctification. Welcome to the weekly Wholesome Words podcast where we examine the sound doctrine in God's Word for the specific purpose to know Christ, gain the renewing of our mind that we might prove His will in our lives, that all things would work together for His purpose. I am Josh Strelecki, pastor and teacher of Twin Cities Grace Fellowship, and join me in this episode as we look at our sanctification refresher. I remember before I had settled in my mind a proper understanding and belief of the doctrine of justification, that I was taking an issue of sanctification and having it to come bear, come to bear upon my justification and being confused, I questioned my salvation every single day. The reality of measuring my works or lack thereof or my habitual sin to examine whether I was truly saved or not, whether I was truly justified or not, uh, impacted me in, in a most destructive way, constantly questioning lack of assurance ruled and reigned in my mind. I could never even really produce fruit as I constantly was questioning whether I was really saved or not. How do you measure one's fruit or lack thereof to examine and evaluate one being a true believer or not? And not only that, when an unbeliever can produce more outward good and in appearance than one who had professed to believe the gospel, how does that fit into the equation? And so confusion being tossed to and fro were hallmark features of um, my life before I understood these doctrines, uh, the way in which I do and believe them now. Sanctification is a matter of being separated. When we look at just what it is, uh, kind of definition-wise, it's the issue or process of being separated. When we deal with the issue of sanctification or sanctified or sanctifying, we're handling the matter of holiness, something that is distinct, something that is peculiar, In the Old Testament, under the law, there were diverse washings and carnal ordinances that 
promoted the issue of sanctification, the issue of sanctifying, the issue of cleansing. When the ordinances of the law were given, you had animals that were clean and animals that were unclean. In regards to the priests and their service in the temple and the high priests, you had washings that took place that needed to be followed in their prescription in order to be sanctified, to do the service and the worship there in the tabernacle and in the temple. And so sanctification is a, is a matter of cleansing. It's the matter of purification. It's, it's the result, therefore, is peculiarness and distinctiveness and holiness. And therefore, how are we to understand the issue of sanctification? Well, when we look at it a little bit further, there is two major issues that we want to concern ourselves regarding sanctification as we get a refresher in sanctification. And that is in regards to our relationship to sin and in regards to the deeds or works in which we do. And one has to take place before the other and not the other way around. We learn by Paul the Apostle who preaches the gospel of God in these spiritual things of the New Testament, we learn that the moment we believed, the moment we trusted Christ in his shed blood for the forgiveness of our sins, when he paid for them on Calvary, when we believe that good news, we become sanctified. One thing that we ought mention is the primary member of the Godhead who's involved in separation and cleansing and purification and new identification is the Holy Spirit. We are sanctified by the Spirit of God. It is the Spirit of God who does His work within us without hands, this internal spiritual surgery that we must have. It is the Spirit of God who does that. It is the circumcision without hands. It is the, the issue of our baptism into Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. It is the Spirit of God who does that work within us. And the moment we believe, which is a, a, the gospel, and, and the gospel contains the Spirit's things that we need to believe in order to be justified. He shines the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ in that form of doctrine, in the gospel of Christ concerning our justification. He shines that through an ambassador, through a, a, a proclaimer of that good news. That light shines in the dark hearts in whom it is coming into contact with. But once that light shines, and one, therefore, in view of seeing that light, and therefore, believing that knowledge and that form of doctrine, there is an instantaneous, momentarily, work of the Spirit in sanctification. There is a process in that very moment of heart faith in the gospel, in Christ, in His redemption, that the Spirit of God seals us 
And in so sealing us, he sanctifies us. He sets us apart. And we are baptized. There's this great work of new identification that goes on, a new separation. And what that separation is, is a, is a spiritual uh, new identity that we have. We are identified in Christ's death by the Spirit. We're baptized in the Christ's death. And by virtue of that identification, we become dead indeed unto sin. And then we are identified in his burial and in his resurrection. And by virtue of being identified in his resurrection and baptized by the Spirit of God. Not a water baptism, but this spiritual baptism. That in the moment of belief, we, are, we become alive unto God. And sin is no longer our master And although sin still dwells in our mortal body, our relationship to sin has changed. And therefore, unlike every other individual who is in Adam, we are different. We are distinct. We are peculiar by way of the Spirit's work at the moment of belief in the gospel and that light that he shines in our hearts through the ambassador and teacher of that good news that's in Christ. At the very moment, therefore, we believe, we are not only declared righteous, we are sanctified. We are set apart in connection with our relationship to sin, and we now, therefore, have a relationship with God based upon our identity in Christ. And, therefore, there is one aspect of being separated unto God the moment that we believe. Now, we don't learn about it right away, but it does take place the moment we believe. Therefore, there's an element of sanctification in the context of what Paul speaks about in Titus of regeneration. Regeneration, the, the, the regeneration, the giving of new life. But there is an ongoing process of separation, of not in identity, but in practicality in our deeds and our good works now that we have a new identity we can have works that are good we have works that are godly by virtue of the ongoing process and separation process and cleansing and sanctifying process through the holy spirit and the medium that the spirit utilizes to cleanse us to wash us, to set us apart, and to continually make us peculiar and distinct and different is the Word of God. The Word of God constantly will renew our minds, Romans chapter 12. And on the premise of the renewing of our minds, we can therefore have works that is fruit unto holiness. We can have works that are unto God, that please Him, that are to His delight, because they are works in our, with our new identity that are derived from the separated Word of God and Spirit of God that is working within us to produce that fruit and those works. So you have an element of sanctification uh, in um, the moment we believe the gospel, the, the 
that one-time work of the Spirit of God who baptizes us in the Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, that issue of regeneration. But then you have an ongoing element of sanctification, of how we possess our vessel in sanctification on our First Thessalonians chapter 4. And this renewing of the mind and our inward man being renewed day by day, Second Corinthians chapter 4. This is what we must not get confused. And when we talk about this element of ongoing sanctification, the medium that the Spirit of God uses in the Word of God, the provision of our sanctifi- ongoing sanctification is complete. It is perfect. It is uh, done. It is the Word of God. However, the process of our sanctification is incomplete. Therefore, we must grow up into him in all things, Ephesians chapter 3 there. And we must uh, participate in the doctrine under our godly edification, the process of being built up in our inner man. We must put on the mind of Christ. We must learn Christ. We must walk after the Spirit and be taught these things of the Spirit. And time and time again, we have these exhortations to learn Christ, to be edified in the Word and the doctrine. And it is because it is that which is now complete that provides for our ongoing sanctification on our ongoing um, separation from the works of this world by their wisdom so God makes Christ unto us wisdom he makes Christ unto us sanctification that we might be separated unto God unto his honor and glory and unto his pleasing and therefore this is what Paul prays for the Colossians he says to the Colossians, he says that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work. So it is by the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that we might walk worthy. Our separated walk is based upon the separated knowledge of his will. And once we come to know his will, we are able to produce that fruit unto holiness. And therefore, we are constantly being sanctified. We are constantly being separated in our minds. And therefore, our works and our fruit will continue to be separated and peculiar. And so sanctification has great relationship to justification. For the moment we believe and therefore become justified, there is a sanctification that takes place. A work of the Spirit of God that gives us a new identity in Christ. Dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God. And it is the Spirit of God who baptizes us into Christ. And it is the Spirit of God who dwells in us. Is the Spirit of God that went to great lengths to complete the Word of God, His chosen medium that now is given, that now is complete, to 
continually renew us, to continually set us apart in our minds and in our actions, and therefore able to live godly in Christ Jesus. And we must not confuse the two. We must not confuse our works that are supposed to be spirit-led, spirit-provided for, and confuse them as evidence for something that needed not to be there the moment we believed. The gospel does not say that we need to have spirit-led works in order to be justified, stay justified, or as evidence of our justification. Faith in the gospel is the means by which we are justified. The means by which God looks at and justifies us. Sanctification is birthed from that, comes from that. And and the ongoing study and reading of God's word, the spirit of God is working in all of that to continually change us and transform us into the image of Christ. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we behold as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even by the Spirit, as the Spirit of the living God. We are changed into the image of Christ. And that is an ongoing issue, all to be completed in glorification. And in glorification, there is a work takes place immediately and then there is a another element to glorification that we'll look at in another refresher episode i hope this gave you some good understanding of sanctification and be at least a refresher in things that you know or in things that you don't know that it would refresh you in a general understanding of the issue of sanctification. Until the next episode, until next week, look up.